This is the drive-by with Freeway Frank. Episode 102 of the Drive-By Podcast is on. It's a Thursday edition. What's happening? Late night studio vibes. And this is after 10. Not that it matters when you're listening to it. You could be listening to it at 6 a.m., midnight. It doesn't matter. But I like to sometimes let you know when I'm recording, just so you know how I'm feeling while I'm recording. And right now, I'm feeling pretty good. No, I am not. Uh, I'm not drunk. I am not high. I'm just feeling good. I'm relaxed. It's the end of the day, and I'm running on adrenaline. I'm tired. I didn't think I was going to make it, to tell you the truth. I thought I was going to fall asleep on the couch and would have to record the podcast tomorrow, but I'm actually getting it in and uploading it in time here for midnight, which I'm excited about. I wanted to start by uh, mentioning this meme I just put up on my Instagram. Sometimes I do that. Things that I'm going to talk about, I put up on my Instagram stories. I thought this was hilarious. Hilarious. This this guy named Jay posts, why do men start podcasts instead of going to therapy? And then this guy, Elijah, answers him and says, the same reasons females start an OnlyFans instead of getting a job. LOL. Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of women. I mean, there's guys on OnlyFans as well, but there's a lot of women on OnlyFans. And I don't blame I don't blame some women for doing this because it's it's easy money. If if men are willing to pay you for you to do some risque stuff on Instagram, of course you have to live with that reputation and as long as you're okay with it, well then, power to you. I always say that. I always I'm always I've always been somebody who has said, you know what, if it makes you happy to get breast implants, get breast implants. Makes you happy or you want to make some quick money doing an OnlyFans, do an OnlyFans. Personally, for me, you know, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do, I don't think uh, my OnlyFans business will be profiting too much. I'm just saying. But I'm just saying for me, though, for me, there are other ways. How would you say it now? Instead of now, after I tried to to say it's okay if you do OnlyFans, now I'm going to put down people who who do OnlyFans. No, I'm not going to do that because, as I said, it's up to the individual. But for me, I'm saying for me, there's many other things you could do besides sell your body for money, right? But if it works for you, who am I to say? Who is this person to say? Who is that person to say you shouldn't do it, right? That's the bottom line. Do what makes you happy. So if OnlyFans makes you happy, do it. You know what? Thinking now, going back to the 80s, the 90s, the double O's, back in the day, I think if OnlyFans were available to girls in my high school, girls in my college years, university, they'd be doing it too. What's the difference between stripping and being a, oh, sorry, exotic dancer, right? Sorry, I was, was going to say stripper, but whatever. So what's the difference between taking your clothes off in front of a, an, a live audience on stage and wrapping your, your culo around a pole, your crotch around a, a pole, going up and down, or doing it on OnlyFans? There's no difference. So it's that nowadays it's just way too easy for this generation to do it. 
for anyone to make money online for that matter. So why not? If it works for you, do it. If it doesn't, then look the other way. And let the people who want to thrive on making money with uh, their uh, OF site continue doing so. All right, this wasn't even one of my topics. I just started with that because I thought that that was funny. Why do men start podcasts instead of going to therapy? Same reason females start an OnlyFans instead of getting a job. Hilarious. So I was having this discussion with my wife. My wife. And she doesn't get it. I have to be honest, she doesn't get it, but I can't blame her. Because she's not European. Well, meaning she's not Italian. That's what I mean when I say that. And I can't expect everybody. And it's not to say Italians are better. And we're better, you know, or, or Greeks or Portuguese are, are better than English Canadians and, you know, North Americans per se. But there are things that we just do when we're programmed to do. I don't know why we, we do these things. We, we just, it's just in our DNA. So I'm having this discussion with my wife. And there are certain things that even if I explain to her after all these years of being with her, and I'm sure she feels just as frustrated going the other way and trying to understand why I think this way, and I then get frustrated at why she thinks this way, you know, but that's what makes us different. Opposites attract, I guess. We had this whole discussion regarding condolences, so giving people your condolences, or going to a funeral or a wake. Now, she says, this is where, see, now this is where we think differently, okay? So the way I was brought up, even if it's your enemy, even if it's somebody that you don't terribly like, even if it's someone who you've lost touch with, all right, you express your condolences to the person who lost somebody. You show up for the wake. You go to the funeral, which are one of, one of the three things. You send flowers. You do something, okay? Whereas my wife feels like, you know, out of touch, out of sight, out of mind, and if you don't really have communication with the person or she's like, you know, how, I mean, we don't really know these people, but I'm like, yeah, but we've spent quite a bit of time on many occasions with these people. Uh, I wish, you know, I expressed my condolences to them. I think you should do the same thing. She goes, well, you did it. I don't have to do it. I was like, well, no, it's not the same. But when it comes to this stuff, she just doesn't think about this stuff. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything. It's not a blip on the radar. For, for me, it's a million blips on the radar. So for me, when I express condolences, I always put, you know, from me and my wife, like Frank and Steph. Even though Steph did not say anything, did not make any effort, I put her name in it because we come together. We're a package deal, okay? But then sometimes I've said to her, like, did you call? Did you say something? Did you express your condolences? And she's like, why? She says, why? This is what she says. And it's not because she's cold or... She's insensitive because she's very compassionate and all that. But she goes, why? Like, I haven't spoken to this person. Isn't it more awkward for me to now contact this person when I haven't contacted them to say hi, hello, goodbye, how are you, Merry Christmas, whatever. Now, out of the blue, I'm expressing my condolences. I was like, yeah, because it's the right thing to do. She goes, for you. I go, no, for you too. And she goes, well, no, for you, because she insists, by the way, that all the time that we're obsessed as Italians, as Europeans, is you guys are obsessed overboard you're way overboard on everything you know my, my wife wants to put together a charcuterie board she likes to put it together i always say the caker way and the caker way is nice charcuterie board but you don't go overboard the italian way it's like it's the whole island in the kitchen islands in the stream that is what we are 
little prosciutto here, little salami there, little nuts in between, some buffalo cheese, and we'll rely on the brie. It's the whole island full of food. That's the way I like it. And I always say it's better than looking sad. You put it out. People don't have it. You put it away later and you eat it later. Okay, so that's the way I think. She says, my culture is obsessed, exaggerated, and we go overboard. Maybe. She's not necessarily wrong because sometimes I go to people's homes and they put out what they put out and it's nice, but they don't go overboard. Italians, we go overboard. And it's all for show. It's also Italians could criticize other Italians and say, see, we went there, we did this, they did that, pa, pa, pa. You see, they only took out this. This is what Italians do. It is kind of sad, guys. Let's be honest. For any of the Italians that are listening in, Italians who do that, it's kind of sad. The, the reason why I don't do this and my brain is not programmed to think this way is because I've spent some time, 18 years outside of Quebec and outside of the Italian milieu and community having lived in Vancouver. I'm not saying I'm more cultured. All I'm saying is I'm more, I've been um, caked a bit, okay? And trust me, I am not by any means a Canadian in the sense of the word being, you know, a cake or manja cake, not even close, okay? I, I speak Italian fluently. I only speak to my mom in Italian. I continued to speak Italian even when I moved away. I always called my parents. I always sought out the little Italy's in the cities that I lived in. I always sought out the real and authentic Italian restaurants. That's who I am. But when I left, I went to Vancouver, went to Calgary, went to Toronto. I realized that the rest of the world, <laughs> the rest of Canada, they don't. this is not what they do. They don't think this way. It's only Italians. Even Italians in Italy don't go that overboard they they yes they're generous they they do what they do and all that but here it's all for show it's all i don't know what's what's happened here in, in canada okay and i'm not saying it's a bad thing but i'm saying maybe we do things for the wrong reasons and maybe we we judge a little too much maybe it's a montreal thing because they don't even do this in toronto i'm telling you they don't okay but here it's people like it's that italian it's like a sickness my, my wife says she knows the word for it in italian it's la malattia okay it's a sickness that we have the same way that my wife says, you go overboard with the charcuterie boards, with, uh, you know, do this and do this. You don't have to do this, 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 and that. Do this, do this, do this. Not this, 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 this. So it's the same thing. Why do we have to go call somebody to express our condolences when we haven't seen them in three or four years? Again, it's the right thing to do. So how do you see this, by the way? Because for me, it's the right thing to do. It's the way I am. I see people on Instagram who lose their dogs, who lose their parents, who lose their whatever. I don't even know who these people are. All I know is they follow me, and I follow them. Some I don't even follow, but I see them on there. And I and I have written my condolences because that's who I am. It doesn't make me better than my wife. It doesn't make me better than the next person. It's just the way I'm programmed. We're wired differently. And I don't think there's anything wrong with being wired the way I'm wired. And I don't think there's anything wrong with being wired the way my, my wife is wired. It's just the way it is. But it makes people like her, I'm sure, not anymore because she's been with me for a while, but people that are not like us, insecure, right? Because then you're like, oh, they did all this, but uh, we could only do this or we only do this. We don't, we don't, we don't, we're not overboard when it comes to that kind of stuff. So you could make other people insecure because your tendencies are a bit blown out of proportion, right? We could admit that, at least my, my culture, we go overboard for a lot of things. It's like you got to send, no, you can't just send this flower to the to the wake, to the funeral. No, you got to go, no, no, because they sent us this, so we have to send, spend at least this much money. It's a sickness. 
It's like going to an Italian wedding. They say, oh, they put this much in the envelope. You have to put at least this much in the envelope. You remember what they put in our envelope? It's like, it's bad. So my wife, you know, again, for a Canadian, English Canadian, you know, she sees, she sees this. She hears how people in my culture speak. She thinks we're not only moronic, but they, she thinks we're, there's something wrong, right? And I tell her, it's not, there's nothing wrong. We're just wired differently. So in the end, my, my wife did not end up expressing her condolences to whoever, but little does she know that I said it was for me and my wife when I expressed it, because I, I know how it's going to end. And by the way, anytime I tell my wife, she, and I don't even mean it in a way like I, I have to tell her to do it, but it comes, that's, that's my generation, that's me, or maybe you're not Italian and you're, you're, you're a caker yourself and you've dated Italians, so you know, we're just wired a different way. It's who we are. Love us for who we are. Okay, and we'll love you for who you are. The, uh, how's it going? They're rooting about in Canadian, eh? Like, for who you are, we, we accept you, or else we wouldn't be with you. But this is the way we do things. That's the bottom line. There's a way European Canadians do things, or are brought up with people from the old country, and there's a way that Canadians who are brought up by Canadians who are brought up by Canadians do things, and it's completely different. And no way is better than the other, but it, it's, it's just let us be. Again, I guess we'll let you be. But as I said, I, I know to just handle it myself. Because once I try to convince my wife or tell her, oh, by the way, did you wish this person a Merry Christmas? Did you, did you wish this person a Happy Easter? Did you wish, you know, did you uh, give your condolences? If I have to tell her that, it's already bad news. Because now it's like I'm telling her and I'm reminding already. It's like, why are you telling me? I... I either could do it on my own, handle it on my own, and if I haven't done it yet, I haven't found the, the reason to do it yet, and maybe I won't do it, and she's her own person, but okay. But at the end of the day, what I'm trying to say is we're together, right? So I find it odd when I'm expressing my condolences to someone and my wife hasn't. Is anyone following me here? It's just, right? Okay. But problem solved by doing what? Doing it on your own and just putting her name there. That's it. You, have, you give a card, put your name on it. There's, a, there's money in the envelope. She doesn't even have to know. You're giving somebody a gift, put her name on it. You send flowers, put her name on it. She doesn't even know. doesn't matter. One day, if they see the person, oh, thanks, I got the flowers. She'll be like, what? What flowers? But she'll put two and two together and stay quiet. Oh, Frank must have sent something. Oh, boy. How about people that they invite you over to their home for dinner or they invite you to stay at their place for a weekend. This happened to someone I know recently. And, and then the person, the host, threw it back in their face. That's bad, right? You're invited somewhere and you're there for the weekend and you're spending a couple of days. And all the host is doing for those couple of days is reminding you that they're doing what they're doing for you. In other words, that you're having a couple of nice meals at their home, that you're staying in a comfy bed in their guest room, that maybe they've given up their bed for you, whatever the case is, but they have to keep reminding you that they're, they're doing this for you. And, and I'm not saying people are that sad and pathetic that they're throwing it in your face right at that very moment, but they're kind of dropping hints, subtle hints, like you should be appreciating what we're doing for you as it's happening. I've never been that kind of person. I've been a, the type of person that if you come to my home, I take care of you. That's it. And if I come to your home, 
I don't expect anything. I don't even expect you to take care of me, to tell you the honest truth. Most of the time when I end up going to somebody's house, I bring things. So to not inconvenience those people. So I might bring booze if I'm going over or food if I'm going over for a couple of days or something. I might say, hey, we brought this, we brought that. Or I might go to a grocery store to shop to bring them some, not to be insulting, but because you don't want to take advantage, right? You, you don't want to look bad at the same time, but you also don't want to impose. So you'll do those things, which I think are nice. But there's nothing worse than people who make you feel bad about you coming over for the night or you coming over for the weekend and staying at their home and taking over, you know, even though you don't intentionally try to take over their place, but you're there, you're in their space. People do this. It's wild, but people do this. And they, some people don't even realize they're doing it. But I had somebody mention this to me and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, people will do that for sure, 100%. They'll drop little hints, right? But then why invite people in the first place? And this is what I told my, my wife, you know, wherever we go, and I told her this many years back, is that wherever we go to whatever city we, we, we go to, unless they're our closest friends, like really close to us, like they come to my house when they're in town, I go to their house when I'm in town. But for the most part, I say if we can, if we can avoid staying at somebody's house, Let's stay in a neutral place, at a hotel, whatever. Sometimes you're going to see the people. So you're going specifically to their home to hang out with them. Nothing wrong with that. But I'm talking about when sometimes, you know, let's say you're in the New York area and you just, ah, I'll just go to a hotel. And then if you know people around the New York area, you'll go see them. As opposed to just going to see people specifically and going into their space because, after a couple of days, after one night, maybe 48 hours, I guess most people start to feel like you're in their space. And it doesn't matter when you're younger, by the way, but as you get older, yes. And this is something I notice. I never used to care, but as I get older, I don't want people sticking around for longer than a couple of days. I just don't. I just don't because we all like our own space. Unless it's a family member or a very close friend. I don't necessarily want people staying for like a week. A week? Who stays for a week? Two weeks? Unless you're, you know, from overseas. And yeah, like my closest family from Italy could come here and they could stay for a month. I don't care. But anyone else, it's like, yeah, a weekend. Is a weekend good? In and out. Same way, I wouldn't spend more than a weekend or a couple of days at somebody's house. Hey, hope you enjoyed episode 102 of the Drive-By Podcast. Please give it five stars on Spotify. If you enjoyed it, then uh, please share your review or your comment on Apple as well. Really appreciate you guys listening in again this week. Thank you so much. And we'll catch you again for two more episodes next week. I'm Freeway Frank. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. Freeway Frank.